Hi, I'm Ian Messenger with my co-host, Lauren Shank. Hello. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Small Business Small Talk, powered by Hybo. At Hybu, our goal is to help local businesses across America succeed and grow with digital marketing. Today, we're talking with Mike Quayle, Managing Director of Marketeering Group. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Hey, great to be here. Thanks, Ian. Yeah, Thank you, yeah. Glad you could find the time. So let's, you know, we we kind of let the, the the rabbit out of the hat here. And, uh, you know, SEO is always a popular topic for small businesses, I think, because it's it's almost abstract, right? You say SEO to 12 people and you're going to come back with 12 different definitions of what that is. So let's let's start there. What is SEO today? Yeah. Yeah. I like to joke that uh, doing SEO, a lot of it just involves telling people what you do, like teaching people what you do. So you spend a lot of time talking about it, but you're right. Yeah. It is a lot different depending on who you talk to. And the definition has changed a lot over the years. I know there's times where people say, you know, I want when someone searches for, you know, pizza, king of Prussia, I want to be number one. And it's like, hang on, there's a lot we got to unpack there. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pizza is yeah. pretty broad. You know, king of Prussia is a populous area like there's there's that may not be the right strategy here. So that's that's the value of working with folks that that know those rules and know those parameters to say nah, that's that's that sounds really good. And if we could press a button mm-hmm. and get you there great, but it's it's probably not the path you want to go down. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of what we talk about with digital marketing, but especially with SEO, is that it's not a set it and forget it situation. It's that you have to keep up with it and you have to keep updating it because like you mentioned before, there's been so much change and there is so much change. And the shifting with the new technologies and the new keywords and the new you know algorithms, it's really important for these businesses to really keep up with what's going on. Yeah, I just have a partner who's keeping an eye on everything in the background. You know, a big foundation of local SEO is, of course, reputation management with reviews Mm -hmm. and um, managing listings, making sure that, you know, you don't have incorrect business information out there. And if you don't have somebody watching for that and making sure that it stays accurate, you can get yourself in really good trouble very quickly. But it's hard to do yourself, especially if you don't know, don't know who to talk to and Unless you want to spend hours responding to Yelp support emails or Google support emails and trying to figure out how it even works. And then on top of running a business, I mean, these small business yeah. owners don't have the time to chase down all this stuff, let alone the the know-how. So mm-hmm. investing in digital advertising is a really important thing. Can you expand on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the most successful SEO campaigns you have are ones where the business owner is really involved, but in a very different way. They're not involved in the typical SEO activities like controlling, building new local listings and doing keyword research and all the kind of technical things. What they're doing is they're focused on creating content. They're focused on being a thought leader. Maybe they have a YouTube channel that they want to contribute content to and need some technical support there, or they want to do some blogging or uh, appearing on podcasts or something like that. Hmm. Um, That's really productive things that make a business owner feel good and feel like they're giving back to their industry. So we want the business owners to be heavily involved in their digital marketing campaigns, but not in the ways that are going to give them a negative sentiment. Nobody wants to deal with negative reviews. Nobody wants to deal with listings. Believe me, I've done it for many years. It's not fun work. Hmm. So we like to think about it as we don't want disengaged clients. We don't want disengaged business owners from their digital marketing campaigns because that just creates more problems. But we want business owners to be engaged in, a, in an appropriate way. It's the best use of both of our time. 
You're listening to Small Business Small Talk, powered by Haibu. Haibu is the country's leading provider of synchronized digital marketing for small businesses, delivering more visibility, more visitors, more leads, and more customers. Visit us today at Haibu.com, H-I-B-U, Haibu.com. We're back with our guest today, Mike Quayle, talking about small business SEO. So kind of springboarding off of Lauren's last question too, in the, in the broader sense of, you know, SEO being one of the, one of the tactics to approach digital marketing for a small business in the very broad sense, what's the value of a small business investing in, in digital marketing? Yeah, it comes down to a couple of different things. So most people invest in digital marketing with one of those two things in mind. They'll say, Hey, I want to make sure somebody's keeping an eye on the campaign, mm-hmm. or they want to be a little more aggressive, right? They want to treat search engines as a strong lead source. Regardless, you have two different scenarios most people are investing. So that kind of determines why they're doing it. The first one, right, just keeping things clean and what we've talked about a lot, watching for spam, making sure listings are correct. Going back to uh, Dr. Job's uh, podcast, it reminds mm-hmm. me of brushing your teeth, All right. Um, It's something, you know, you could do yourself, right? For the most part, you don't want to go to a dentist every morning and night to brush your teeth. But it's about keeping your business info clean, biting off nasty plaque and cavities, which would be negative SEOs and negative sentiments, things like that, incorrect information. But even if you're brushing your teeth every day, you still got to check in with a professional once in a while. Make sure you're doing it right, making sure that you're doing all the things that are going to help your business. So even if you don't want to engage in any, a lot of people say manipulation of Google, you know, if you're trying to really improve your Google rankings, even if you're, if you're not interested in doing that, there's still justification for having somebody on board that can keep everything clean. Uh, Cause not everybody is going to be as noble as you are, but if you decide that you want to treat things like search engines as a source of leads, you really need an engaged and flexible partner for that to help you out. It's, it would be most people, when they're making any big purchasing decisions for their business, they want to have some support and it's wise to have some support. If you're going to do digital marketing, you need to be prepared for an investment because one of the big problems I see is most people don't equate money to visibility. They think SEO is free, you know, that showing up at the top of search, I am the best pizza restaurant, so why shouldn't I rank in search? And they tend to get a little angry at Google for not seeing it the way they see it, things like that. But you got to think about, you got to think about how much money is it worth to you as a business owner to be visible at some part of search, to be at the top ranking result in Yelp? How much money do you think those people are making from people seeing them there and, and ordering from their business? It's a lot, and you're not the only one aware of how much money that's worth. So it's a marketplace. So just like you pay for the top ad, you really got to get in the mindset that you're paying for the top result in SEO, whether you're trying to pay an SEO agency to make you more popular based on Google's algorithm, whether you're going out and creating more content, whatever you're doing, it's worth money and you should be prepared to spend a bit of money based on what you're going to get out of it. Sure. Right. There's at least time being spent, if not, you know, dollars and cents. So somebody, yeah, somebody's doing yeah. it after <laughs> you get through all the technical stuff, which is pretty quick. You know, there's not a ton to do really when you're talking about the technical side of SEO. Mm-hmm. Once you get past that, you're in a purely competitive environment. 
who yeah. has the best listings, who has the most listings, who has the most content, who's linked to from the most websites. It's, SEO very quickly becomes a competitive space. And that's another reason you think about the right keywords, not just the best keywords, you know, you got to really choose the right ones. Otherwise you're going to get into a fight that you really can't afford. And just to go to show how much the marketplace has changed, because it used to just be that once you had a website out there, you could just put it out there. All you needed to do is exist and people could find yeah. it. That is just absolutely no longer the case. Yeah, I've been doing SEO for about 20 years. And when I first started our big money maker, we would buy domains. We would buy, I remember I bought like uh, Miami Dentist, I think it was, or maybe it was Tampa Dentist, because there were, wasn't a, a website out there for that. And you just put some fake, con like, we are your best Tampa Dentist. If you're looking for a Tampa Dentist, you know, choose Tampa Dentist. And it would rank number one, no problem. You just built a website. And then you'd go out and you'd sell it to a dentist in Tampa and say, hey, if you buy this, I'll switch all the Tampa Dentist over to your brand name. And now you instantly rank number one in Google for this, for this phrase. I both miss those days and hmm. absolutely don't miss those days because I think a lot of maybe underqualified Tampa Dentists that were ranked as the best Tampa Dentist. So didn't really necessarily earn that visibility. Well, and they probably so stayed there for a long time too, right? It wasn't, it wasn't oh, even yeah. like I got you there for the day and a week later you're you're out like, oh no, it was it was different. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It was it's stuck. I mean, uh, we're mm -hmm. talking about days. I, I think a lot of people forget even how much mobile changed local SEO. And it was because of demand, supply and demand that this was right when I was getting into local SEO where phone companies started handing out smartphones basically for free as part of your plans. And you suddenly have this huge audience of folks that maybe didn't have a computer at home, right? It wasn't that long ago that it became so common. And now they have access to the internet through their phone for basically their cell phone plan. This really kicked off the, the local SEO industry because we had this huge influx of search volume for mobile phones. And this is why Google switched over to mobile first indexing, yeah. uh, which is basically just saying they look at the web as a mobile phone. And this huge influx of, of new people changed how important it was to have a good website, a mobile optimized website, a fast website. And a lot of people started launching websites and mobile websites. And so Tampa Dentist, along, alongside some rule changes with Google and a, just a big influx of new business, it completely yeah. changed. That. So yeah. it doesn't really work anymore. Not as simple as that. You know, would be nice. Yeah. All right. So one of the things that's that's interesting to me in this discussion is, you know, we've we've talked about SEO and then we've we've talked about the way that, you know, reputation management and reviews overlap with SEO. And we've talked about SEO as one one part of a larger, you know, digital marketing strategy. So it's it's interesting to me to see how all of these things are interconnected. You really can't talk about one without bringing up at least one other, if not, if not multiple. So Along those lines, again, taking that broader view of local digital marketing and not not just SEO and not just this or not just that, what what would you say are the five most important things that a small business should be doing when it comes to their local marketing? I, I always consider SEO as kind of a reflection of a, a good local business marketing campaign. You, everything you do in SEO should really be something that also does something else. Right. I, I never like to approach SEO as just doing SEO. So, yeah, we really like to think of these as big, broad marketing campaigns. That way, hey, maybe it doesn't work out as well on SEO, but you've got 
great selection of top funnel content that's going to help you convert customers who are coming in from a different channel like social sure. media or something like that so really we kind of break it down and and this is referencing some of the the more recent trends and things that a lot of seos see are working out there and i put together kind of a collection in my mind of five things right that we're really talking to clients about this year and that make up a, a really strong local business uh, marketing campaign and the first no surprises here uh reputation management if you don't have a lot of reviews you're probably not going to be successful in google search what a lot of people turn around and do with that information is say well i'm going to send out a big, I'm going to send out an email to all my friends, all my past clients, and I'm going to get as many reviews as I can because now I know it's important. Unfortunately, what really matters in review generation is long-term consistency. Google algorithms are very smart, so they can tell if you're just getting a massive amount of reviews and they'll, they'll treat that as maybe that's not very fair. Maybe that's not the best reflection of the service over time. One of the reasons you work with an agency for uh, review management is so you can spread it out over time and create a real program that's going to get you two or three good reviews every month, not a ton of reviews one month and then no reviews uh, this following months. I'm not a big expert on, on fitness or healthcare, you know, but for me, it reminds me a lot about if you're, if you want to get in shape, working out for four hours once a month is, is probably not going to work out compared to spreading it out over time, right? And exact same concept is going to go into reputation management. And it's something you you don't want to look at all the time because it's, again, it's a lot of times it's not the most fun work to look at hmm. feedback, whether it's positive or negative. So you want a company that's consistently managing that over time. And then you have your listings. And listings are one of the worst parts of local SEO. Nobody likes doing them. You get a lot of paywalls, a lot of people trying to get more money out of you when you deal with some of the really popular local listings. So this is something a lot of people focus on, but they'd rather not do it themselves. Focus on, you know, basically focus on making sure listings are correct and hire a company to, to monitor that for you because you're literally not even able to do it. If you want to update your listing, Manta, you want to update your listing, a lot of directories, they just will block you out and say, hey, work with a company because that's the way it works these days. It's frustrating if you're, if you're trying to do it yourself. So if you outsource one thing to an SEO company and you want to handle the rest, I would say outsource listings and reviews. Well, it's two things, but outsource listings first and then and tackle your reviews as well. Because this is the one thing that's really tough to do in-house. And then take a close look at your website. We we talked earlier about um, finding the long tail keywords, you know, finding the right audience for you. And you can't really do that unless you throw a big wide net out there. When we're working on SEO websites, I'll usually tell people, create a page for every service you offer, every mm -hmm. industry you try to serve. Create a page for every type of person you want to you want to go after and some people organize their websites and in, in exactly this way and, and there's a good reason where they'll have you know our services industries we serve mm -hmm. our customers sure. right and it'll be keep personas like ceos contractors front desk mm -hmm. people things like that very important because you want people you want people to self segment when they're doing their searches the more specific the better so you don't want people who are putting a cpa Seattle or accountant Seattle. You'd rather have somebody saying, you know, accountant for nonprofit in Seattle, if you serve mm -hmm. nonprofits as an accountant. Sure. Because it's so much easier to target them and you already know they're a qualified lead just based on the search they use. So 
you know, creating different pages for different scenarios and, and putting good content on those pages. Don't just copy and paste and search and replace for the industry that you're putting the page together. That's not going to work. But, you know, getting somebody to work with you and creating that content, building that website and making sure it's just completely full of that content. So important. And it takes so much time uh, if yeah. you try to try to do it on your own. And we see that with a lot of our clients when we first get started on on uh, usually updating a website. You know, they have one from who knows when. And right. It's that structure of, you know, home services contact. It can be. um I don't want to say challenging, but uh, we work really hard to make sure that they know that, you know, dumping all your services onto a services page is not going to not going to serve anybody. You know, it's not going to serve you. It's not going to serve your your customers, your clients, your patients, whatever, whatever industry you might be in, that you really have to break those out and start getting specific. Yeah, it'll, it'll matter when you're thinking about your success and monitoring your success in SEO, where you don't want somebody necessarily to, to Google a CPA for accountants, for CPA for um, nonprofits in Seattle, and then start on your homepage. Right. That's not necessarily the best user experience. You, you would want them to start their experience on your website on that page that you created that's specifically targeting them, not expect them to go find it because they're mm -hmm. probably going to be gone off your website by mm -hmm. the time they find the content. So it's not just for optimization to target keywords. It's, it's for the user. And everything we do in SEO has to be focused on what's good for the user. And, and that's how you really are successful on campaigns is focusing there. And you want to be investing in enough channels in your marketing to make sure that if one of those channels isn't working for a month, it's not panic mode. You need to find a, a marketing partner that can work with you that at least has a diversity in their service offerings. It's so true. We always advise our clients to have multiple types of campaigns because they perform different functions, you know, displays for brand awareness just to get your name out there. But the website is where they need to land and get the information, the content that you talked about and all the aspects of digital marketing work together where everything is consistent. And so your brand and your information is out there in multiple different places consistently. And which gives a level of trust to the potential customer to say, okay, these are legit people because everything I see looks similar. Everything's going to the right place. Everything is updated. Everything is accurate. Usually what's happening is, is when you first launch a, a paid campaign, maybe you don't have a lot of budget to put into it because you haven't generated a lot of leads yet. Understandable. But the management of that campaign is going to be maybe you're running a single text campaign. You want to make sure that the keywords are correct. Maybe you're running two or three ads targeted towards different audiences. And that's fine. Mike, thanks for joining us today and sharing your expansive knowledge of SEO and for helping us help local business owners across the country. And to all of you listening, be sure to visit Haibu.com to see how Haibu can build you an effective digital marketing solution that generates leads and customers and delivers the kind of results you're looking for. If you liked what you heard on this episode, be sure to subscribe. And please, if you can, leave us a review. It really does help us reach more small business owners like yourself. Until next time, this is Small Business Small Talk, out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Small Business Small Talk, powered by Haibu. Haibu is a leading provider of synchronized digital marketing for small businesses across America. With Haibu, you get all the digital marketing your business needs, all from a single provider, all working together to maximize results. Visit us today at Haibu.com, H-I-B-U, Haibu.com.